Hi, I'm Rick Anthony, and welcome to the Someone You Should Know podcast, the podcast that focuses on musicians, authors, and interesting people. We like to say we're making a difference one artist at a time. So sit back, have a cold one, and get ready to meet someone you should know. I was a DJ in country radio for 16 years, and the biggest complaint that I hear from listeners was country has gotten too pop, or there is no good original cowboy country singers anymore. Well, they probably haven't been exposed to today's guest, and I'm so glad that I'm doing it. He's a cowboy from Oregon. He and his band are making good old-fashioned Western music. He's Cowboy John Grant. Saddle up, John, and welcome to the show. Yeehaw. Thank you for having me, Rick. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Glad to have you, John. I read in your bio that ever since you received your first Pan American guitar and instruction book from your grandfather at the age of seven, You've been on the trail of success. It says that you made your debut in sixth grade singing and playing Ghost Riders in the Sky. Can you share some more of those uh, formative years? Uh, yeah, that was a, a fun gig when I did that little talent show with Ghost Riders in the Sky because it, uh, it was the one time I was allowed to say the word hell when <laughs> I was singing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I've uh, I've been a rodeo cowboy for a lot of years, and uh, I just stayed in that genre ever since, and that's the way my music goes, too. Uh, recently, I've stepped out more into uh, cowboy gospel uh, worship songs and so on, and playing for cowboy church and so on, but... Uh, the Western genre is my preference. Awesome. Very good. Now, for, for decades, it was country and Western music. I mean, you refer to it as country and Western, all right? And then in the yeah. 80s, pop influences came in. And as the pop influences came in, the Western influences became an endangered species. And I read somewhere that Urban Cowboy was the rise of country in the pop world and the death of Western music in the country world. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Uh, that's maybe what they said, but uh, I don't think Western music will ever die. Well, I've been to the Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, Nevada, and I know for a fact that Western music will continue, and I want to be a part of that. Uh, especially with this new album coming out. Awesome. We're going to talk about that coming up in a couple of minutes. But let's talk about your previous albums. You had three previous albums. The first one came out in 1981 called Fate of the Rodeo Cowboy. And that was with when your band was called Big John and the Rednecks. And then it evolved to John Grant and the Western Review. You had a couple more albums, including Cowboy Paradise and Love Has Its Ways. Can you kind of give us a synopsis of those previous albums? Yeah, the first one, uh, I was uh, honored to be picked by CIS Northwest as one of the seven Northwest bands to be produced by that company, and uh, Mike Conley. And <clears throat> I picked out some songs and wrote some songs, and we went forward with Fate of a Rodeo Cowboy, some of which uh, Going to the Rodeo Dance is one of the songs that was a true life story, and uh, I think people really enjoy that upbeat song. And that progressed into, a few years later, my second album, Cowboy's Paradise. Um, and I always try to include a cover song or two that people are familiar with. Uh, but again, I, I'm kind of a cowboy romantic, and a lot of the songs are about some of my experiences. Some of them are about uh, some of the dreams I've had, or or maybe my wishes, how I wish life 
or relationships would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Now, we're going to actually feature some uh, some uh, some brand new Western music, the first taste we're going to give you. We're going to feature from an upcoming album called Once in a Lifetime. It's A Cowboy's yeah. Dream. Can you tell us the backstory on this song? Yeah, I had a neighbor that lived here uh, in northeast Oregon where I am, and one day I played at our local church, and she came up and handed me a piece of paper that had a kind of a song on it and just some real simple notes. But since I couldn't read music, I had to take the song to uh, someone else and ask them to play it so I could get a handle on the melody. And she told me it was written by um, one of her family members, John Hopner, and that the music had been... written in by another family member, Gene Brooks. So I didn't write this one, but I arranged it and put my band to work on it, and it turned out pretty good, Cowboy's Dream. And I did it it for this lady, Raylene Gentry. All right, for Raylene Gentry and for you, the listener, we're going to play it right now, A Cowboy's Dream from John Grant in the Western Review, right here on the Someone You Should Know podcast. Share in 
that heavenly ride forthcoming album called Once in a Lifetime. That's a cowboy's dream from today's guest, John Grant and the Western Review. Now, John, we've talked about you. Now, let's talk about the members of the Western Review. Who are your bandmates that are also saddled up with you? Well, I've used a few of them over the years as uh, I'm not a real regular performer, and so sometimes I have to pick and choose. But one of my right-hand performers uh, is my favorite my fiddle player, Joe Boozer, she's out of Central Oregon, and she's been on all four albums and uh, just does a superb job on the fiddle, as as you will hear on this new album. Uh, Ralph Affetati had played uh, harmonica on, on my third album, Love Has Its Ways, and uh, I used some other just local musicians, uh, Lino, who produced the last two albums. Yep. Uh, he's he's done some fill-in with a little bit of electric guitar here and there and and all the studio stuff he can throw in there, you know? Right, yeah, he's a mutual uh, friend of ours. We were definitely going to uh, give him a little love on this uh, interview, too. Lino, uh, thanks. Uh, for, he was the one that orchestrated us doing this interview because we just had him on just a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about, let me tell you about this uh, cowboy friend of mine that's that's working up. He's got authentic Western music, and that's why we're doing this interview. It's thanks to our good friend Lino. So how about a little love to Lino? What do you say, John? Yeah, Lino music. You bet. <laughs> All right, very good. Now, you were talking a little bit about uh, Joe Boozer, who plays fiddle, and this next song is definitely one of those that the fiddle player has to know because it's considered by many as the fiddle player's national anthem. It's the Irvin T. Rouse classic, uh, Orange Blossom Special. Any particular reason why you decided, uh, decided to cover this bluegrass song? This has always been a crowd favorite, whether I used it as a middle of the show break song or the one to wrap up the song at the very end and she just has done such an excellent job on it that i thought man we got to include that song on this album because you know i'm not getting any younger and that's why this album is called once in a lifetime (laughs) and uh i i let her shine on this one on a couple two three different songs on here but Orange Blossom has always been a favorite. Oh, it is one of my favorites, too. Well, we've got a ticket, so climb on board the Orange Blossom special with John Grant and the Western Review right here on the Someone You Should Know podcast. Thank you. 
Now you've heard it again, Orange Blossom Special from John Grant and the Western Review. I love this version of it. Great song there, John. Nice going there. Now, you and the band have been together, or you've been in a band and been touring for over 40 years and performed many, many gigs. Next feature is one that we love to enjoy. It's uh, those infamous road stories. It's uh, Tales from the Road. This is those uh, those road stories where things just didn't go well uh, or as well as you had planned. Uh, something you know happened on the way to or from a gig, something that happened on stage, uh, your backstage accommodations, uh, something happened at the venue. Uh, have, you, have you got one for us, John? Uh, yeah, I kind of have a couple for you. All right, look, I, I, we, you got the time, so the floor is yours. Go ahead and give us a couple. <laughs> well, we used to go down and play at Thousand Trails, the RV campground south of Bend, uh, near Sun River, quite frequently. And uh, when we got booked down there, I had a few regular musicians, including Joe Boozer, that would come down and play. And we went down there and played uh, only three of us one night, and we couldn't figure out what happened to our fourth member and on the way back from the gig we stopped at Safeway and uh, got something to eat and guess who was walking into Safeway about the time I was? (laughs) Joe Boozer and I said so where were you tonight Joe? 
And she forgot all about it. And that was a first. That was a first. Wow. Okay. And then we had a, a, I guess you'd call it a a positive reaction to a gig one summer. We played the Sisters Rodeo Party out at a Western store there in town. And we've been through the parade already on our flatbed. And we pulled the flatbed up and played a two-hour concert there by the Western store. And from that, um, we got asked if we could come play a barbecue after the rodeo was over that same night. (laughs) Uh And that kind of started a music marathon that summer. We played about 30 gigs in two months. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. I like I like events that actually turn out to the good. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, how about some links to your music and some websites and such that we should know about? Some social media? Well, one of the easiest ways is go to www.cowboyjohngrant.com. My uh, son is the technical administrator on that website, and he keeps tabs on it for me. And he sends me an email once in a while or a text that says, Dad, check your email. You've got another gig coming up. And so <laughs> That's I do the rest of the arrangements. <laughs> but uh, he's in the process of revamping that website uh, in order to properly release this new album. Uh, but, yeah, you can go to my Facebook page, which is basically the same thing, uh, John Grant and the Western Review. And our music's on Spotify and Apple and Amazon and iHeart.com. And, yeah, it's all over the place. Uh, people can even see some of the videos that we've done at different gigs. As a matter of fact, we're, we're going to include all those in the show notes. So if anyone is listening right now and they're going, okay, I didn't copy down any of that information. So, uh, Rick, I hope you got them in the show notes. They're in the show notes. Just look to the bottom. You'll see them all right there. Just click on the link and it'll take them and you'll know everything there is to know about about John. And especially when the new album comes out, because you definitely want to get a copy of Once in a Lifetime. Any closing thoughts there, John? Uh, I just know that I've had a lot of fun playing music. It was always a just a hobby thing with me because I had full-time employment other than music and that's how I could afford to do the music of course (laughs) but recording in the studio has been just a blast for me and uh, I'm looking forward to doing a fifth album in the coming year I've been asked to work on uh, a gospel slash Christmas album so we'll see how that turns out too we'll have to have you back on the show when that happens (laughs) But I would appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on today. All right. We're going to close the show with one thing that we've all been kind of looking forward to since we're still in the clutches of winter and it's still on for another month or so. Uh, We're going to close up the show with Springtime. What is your uh, thoughts on this particular song? This song was an easy write for me. I was uh, traveling from Northeast Oregon back to Central Oregon and thoughts of a relationship that I had had crossed my mind and and I thought, you know, it's springtime I should write a song like that and this melody started coming to my head and I had to pull off the highway, grab a scrap piece of paper and I wrote this song and I think it turned out pretty good. It kind of you know, it was, a, it was a relationship that didn't go quite the way I wanted it to, but it made for a good song. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Very good. You're going to hear that right now as we close up the show on the Someone You Should Know podcast. Once again, my guest today has been John Grant of John Grant and the Western Review. John, once again, thanks so much for being a guest on my show. Well, thanks for having me, Rick. 
was the one But now she is no fun She's always telling me that I'm just wrong Hi, this is Rick Anthony thanking you again for listening to this episode of Someone You Should Know. Now, if you're an aspiring musician or an established musician that's looking for a little exposure, I invite you to drop us a line at someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. That's someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. Also, I invite you to tell a friend about the Someone You Should Know podcast. I thank you for tuning in this time and I invite you to check us out next time on the Someone You Should Know podcast, because you never know who's going to show up. Until next time, remember, God loves you, and so do I.